an hour of truth for the battered but proud people of the Empire State. From the financial and entertainment epicenter of New York City to the sleeping and empty small cities and towns of upstate, which once bustled with manufacturing, mining, and farming. We all know from inspiration, history, and nature, we deserve a return to the success and growth of generations past, a birthright being squandered by corruption in Albany, and the depredations of an insecure, scheming mountebank posing as governor, who loathes both us and himself. As liberty beckoned to enslaved peoples behind the Iron Curtain via American broadcasts after World War II, we now say, believe, rise, and join us. Welcome to Radio Free New York. Hey guys, welcome to Radio Free New York. I'm your host, Andrew Hollister, and we've got uh, Bob Savage here with us as well. That's me. That's uh, breathing through a Clorox wipe while I talk to you. (laughs) There you go. You know, I kind of wondered if I I should uh, wear a face mask while doing the show, but... Um, I think it would be more for show and theater than anything else. Yeah, and it'd make you sound make it sound like Besides, we we electronically filter uh, this broadcast uh, every day uh, to uh, make sure that we shield everyone from coronavirus. So yep, yep, it, it's impossible for it to get through your radio. It'll never yep. happen. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got all the filters, the digital filters, to make sure it does not make it through. So um, today, today's show is going to be, I think, a little bit different. Um, I'm not going to focus so much on politics today or, or even policy. Today, what I wanted to do, for those of you listening to the show, is uh, kind of do a little bit of a wellness check with you guys. Um, so just kind of like have a conversation, talk about uh, things that have gone on over the weekend, um, talk about if anybody's getting cabin fever or not. Um, talk about what it's like to have the kids at home, uh, 24 seven for those of you who have kids and, uh, just kind of have a, a general conversation, see how you guys are doing as the listeners. Um, don't worry tomorrow, Kevin and I, we we've, we've got some policy stuff to talk about, especially in terms of, uh, regulations that the state has eliminated in time of emergency that probably we never needed to begin with um so we we've got plenty of that prepared for you guys um but i do want to give you guys the chance to comment in to call in um so that number is 585-346-3000 once again that's 585-346-3000 and you guys might notice the background is a little different here if you're watching the live stream uh i i am broadcasting from home so hopefully the audio and the video is good for you guys. It's a little bit of a makeshift setup, um, but we tested it before the show, so I, I think we'll be good. Uh, but if you see me turning my head off camera a little bit, I'm just uh, looking over to see if I can uh, read your comments and uh, you know kind of engage with you guys. Um, so I I know for some of you this is this is pretty stressful. I mean I definitely those who are going home and not able to work. I know you're thinking about the bills that might be uh, coming in, regardless if you're at work or not. Um, I know there's discussion of relief in terms of rent, in terms of mortgage, in terms of uh, maybe getting some tax dollars back. Um, I I know that also some of that stuff hasn't actually been signed yet, and that's that's getting people really really nervous. Coupled with being stuck at home, 
Um, allergy season is starting to kick up, so I know some people have itchy eyes and sore throats and, you know, all that stuff. And, and maybe you're just trying to maintain a little bit of sanity. Yeah, that's um, uh, that's an interesting point, too, because as allergies kick in, and as we know, allergies are, are pretty acute around here. Uh, those are symptoms that could be easily misinterpreted as coronavirus symptoms. So that's going to cause a lot of unnecessary anxiety. Yeah, I, I think so. And that's um that's something that I wanted to, to bring up today is, um, you know, in Monroe County and, and the surrounding counties, we, we have a relatively low number of cases, um, definitely compared to downstate, right? But we have less population, so that that's something to consider. Um, but if you're practicing good social distancing and you're not out and about where other people are much um, – you you shouldn't be panicked. You shouldn't worry. But yeah, if you're waking up with uh, you know, itchy eyes or maybe a uh, a little bit of a raspy throat, that that's probably just allergies. So <laughs> you know, don't don't freak out. Um, now is actually a good time to change the filter in your furnace. Um, kind of collect and clear that out. You know, if you have the chance to open some windows in the house, uh, sometimes we're getting little spurts of nice weather. You know, you get a chance to open it up, air out the house a little bit. Just know that's going to shoot the dust all around in the house. And you might be uh, getting some symptoms. They're just allergies. And uh, don't have to freak out about the coronavirus. By the way, here's another thing, too, Andrew. Uh, A lot of people either are unaware of this or tend to forget about it. I know I do. Is the uh, cabin air filter in your car. Uh, That thing, you know, I mean, when you're out driving around, you're subject to Every kind of dust, uh, salt dust, you know, grunge from the road, uh, you know, uh, pulverized dirt, uh, part- particulates from diesel exhaust. That all gets sucked by your ventilation system into your car, and it's blown right in your face, you know, by the ventilation system on your dashboard. So make sure, you know, go, stop by your friendly local garage mechanic or dealership uh, because they're looking for honest to Pete, you know, I mean, they need work these days. Stop and have them change your cabin air filter. It takes, it's not expensive. It takes, uh, it only takes a few minutes. And if you're handy, you can go to Napa and get one and change it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. The, the cabin air filters are, are very easy to do. Um, very cost effective. I, I was, uh, I got my oil changed just a few days ago. Um, and and I heard, you know, at the dealership, which a lot of people will say the dealership's the most expensive, I heard them tell me, hey, time to replace your cabin air filter. It's going to be like $23 or something. That include the labor for them doing it. It's, so it's, it's actually very, not too bad. Affordable. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So the, these are some of the things that, um, that, that I think are worth talking about. Um, something that, that I found out about that I think is also important to just mention and discuss is um, – if you don't have health concerns and you're running to the store and purchasing water, please, please, please leave the distilled water alone because there are people with CPAP machines that need distilled water. And if, if, you, if you're just buying it to buy water because you're worried that you're not going to have water at home, get, get some bottled water, get a gallon of you know, Polish Spring or whatever, um, but don't don't take the distilled water because I, I've heard from two people now that they're having trouble getting access to distilled water for a CPAP machine. No, that's not good. 
yeah, and I, I didn't even think about that. I didn't know about that. I don't buy water from the store, typically. Um, but but that's something that I just want everybody to be aware of. Uh, if you don't need distilled water, um, buy something else. Uh, or, or just fill up some containers at home if, if you're worried about it. Um, but leave the distilled water alone, because people actually have uh, medical machines at home that they need that for. And if there's a shortage on that, that's that's going to become an issue for people. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, and, and also, by the way, I mean, there's nothing wrong. Really, the truth of the matter is m- most of the water in our municipal systems in upstate New York is is really good. The, yeah, you know, the, the, the tap water in New York State is is the best I've ever seen anywhere. And I've lived in a lot of places. And boy, I'll tell you what, that's something we don't even think about around here. And all you have to do is move to some place like, well, I lived in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, Minneapolis, Knoxville, Tennessee, at various different places. Uh, and, oh, Detroit, uh, the tap water. I can't tell you how bad it was. It was so horrible. Yeah. Yeah, well, and and we still have places like Flint, Michigan, who who water is, you know, something they're struggling with. So we should be um, very appreciative of the water resources we have here. And uh, if you're worried about um, the the particulates in the water from your tap, you you can just let that water sit for 24 hours. You know, same thing. You let it sit for 24 hours to make it safe for a fish tank. You could do the same thing. Put it in a container. Don't drink it for 24 hours. Most of that stuff dissipates right out. All right, guys, you're listening to Radio Free New York. We're going to take a brief break. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about the weekend, what happened, and uh, what you might be able to do moving forward. We'll be back in a moment on Radio Free New York. You're listening to Radio Free New York. Welcome back to Radio Free New York. I'm your host, Andrew Hollister. I'm just scrolling through the live stream here. I want to welcome a few of you guys to the show. So welcome Garrett, Sean, Cody, Joe, and Drew. Um, Thanks for joining us, guys. And, of course, all of you who are listening on the airwaves. Uh, Today's a little bit different of a show. We're just kind of uh, talking about things, having a conversation, doing a wellness check for everybody, making sure that... uh, Nobody's mistaking their allergies for coronavirus. Um, just talking about what's gone on over the weekend. Um, avoiding the politics just a little bit, but we'll we'll be back with that in full swing tomorrow. Um, so I'll tell you guys a little bit about what I did over the weekend. Um, and you guys feel free in the live stream, feel free to comment in or share in what you guys did. Uh, my weekend was really full i um you know thought that maybe things would calm down a little bit but um uh, the definitely the front end of my weekend was was full of talking with other small business owners trying to help them figure out if uh if they're considered essential services or not and if they're not um coming up with cool creative ways for them to still make money to still operate their businesses from home um, so, so we came up with a couple ideas. So if you're a small business owner listening right now, or maybe you work for a small business, you know, some of the things we came up with are, um, helping people set up Skype accounts. So if they do any type of coaching, training, um, could be dog training, could be, 
um, any number of instruction items using something like Skype or Zoom or Google Hangouts to still connect with your customers face-to-face, -face, um, do that training, do that teaching, and, and still be able to have sessions and stay in business. Um, or, or create videos that you can upload to YouTube and, you know, provide those to your customers on maybe a subscription basis or something like that. Um, obviously that's not going to work for everybody. Everybody's business is different and unique. Um, but something that I saw that was really cool is a baking shop that I frequent semi-often. Um, they do mostly cupcakes. They actually switched over to making loaves of bread. So that was kind of a cool thing. They, they saw that there was a lot of people complaining that there wasn't bread and um, say Wegmans. So the bake shop was like, well, maybe cupcakes aren't a hot item right now, but loaves of bread are. And they switched over and they made a hundred loaves of bread on Sunday. So that, that was pretty cool. Just seeing um, small businesses adapt to what's going on and try to um, help support their community and their community support them. Um, I so, saw one, so there was, was one, cool. uh, one company that uh, was a producer of vodka and they switched over to hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, locally, Black Button Distillery, um, they make uh, like bourbon and stuff like that. They switched over too. They're making hand sanitizer, which is, which is awesome. You know, they're providing to medical facilities and things like that. Um, you know, hopefully we won't end up with a bourbon shortage, but. <laughs> well, my concern is I, I'm wondering if, if we need to have some instances of hand sanitizer companies changing over to vodka, but that's just me. Mm, yeah, maybe, maybe that could, uh, it could be a possibility. That's just kidding folks. Just a joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so then I kind of moved on to, you know, doing some stuff in the home. And uh, the timing's kind of right anyways, because, you know, it's, it's getting close to spring cleaning time. So first thing we did, we reorganized our pantry. Um, I ended up getting one of those first in, first out can organizers. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those, but it's the idea that uh, as you put in cans, the oldest stuff rotates to the front. So you're always using the stuff that would expire first. Um, there's a ton of cool plans and ideas on how to make them on Pinterest with, with mostly stuff that you can get around your house. You know, if you've got a couple pieces of some scrap wood, you know, some screws and a drill, you can make one of these. Um, or if you feel like you're not inclined to do that, uh, Amazon's got them. Uh, they run, I think about 50 bucks. So obviously it's a lot cheaper to make at home. Um, but we kind of went through that. We, we organized our pantry, which was long, long overdue. Um, got things kind of looking nicer, a little more organized. We know where things are now. Kind of put some labels on the shelves so we know where to put things. Um, it, it was kind of nice to have things a bit more organized in life in, in the midst of all the chaos. So you're redoing your sock drawer, kind of like Lucille Ball. Yeah, I, I, I got it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, just uh, you know, what else are we going to do? I mean, there's only so many movies you can watch, right, on Amazon Fire or Netflix. Yep, yeah. No, for sure. And that, that kind of brings up the next thing I did. Um, we, we went and we took the dog for a walk. You know, we uh, obviously practiced safe social distancing. Um, you know, we went to Duran Eastman Park. There was very few people there. Anybody who was there was definitely a very safe distance from each other. Nobody was congregating or grouping up. Um, and just kind of got some nice, fresh air. 
you know, outside of the house without uh, without coming into contact with anybody. And uh, that, that was really great. So the next day we ended up going to Letchworth. Same thing. I think there were maybe four people in the whole park, um, which is just really nice. You know, get out there, enjoy the little bit of sunshine we've got right now. I know today's looking a little gloomy. A little sunshine? <laughs> down down here at Radio Ranch, ain't no sunshine, as, as Bill Withers used to sing. Yeah, yeah, not not right now, but over the weekend there there certainly was. So took took advantage of that. It was not nice enough to get on the motorcycle. I'm still looking and itching to get that done every single day. Yeah, your your pets will really appreciate you taking them outside. Maybe not the cat so much, uh, but uh, actually, where I live, there's in our neighborhood, we have somebody who does walk a cat on a leash. So I have actually seen that happen. Uh, but uh, yeah, get out and get some fresh air. Uh, by the way, UV. Ultraviolet light is a is a foe of coronavirus. Mm. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. If we could get a little more sunshine up here, then that uh, that would help us out for sure. Yeah. Um, so, just a few other things that we did over the weekend. Uh, some of the stuff I, I'm sure a lot of you guys are doing. I mean, obviously, we're preparing more meals at home now versus uh, going out. We are still trying to at least once a day. Um, find a local small business that we can order takeout from um, as, as best we can. You know, we try to find somebody. I've been posting almost daily asking people, hey, what are, what are the small businesses that you're supporting today? Um, and when people comment, I'm going through. I'm looking for that next small business that maybe I can uh, order something from or, or help out or contribute to to keep them in business. Um, I know a lot of people are going to like Wegmans, Walmart, Aldi's for things, but kind of search around and see if, uh, see if you can find a small business, like a, a bakery or something that you can get your bread from because, uh, you know, the bigger grocery chains, they're going to make it right. Walmart's not going to go out of business. Aldi's isn't going to go out of business. Wegmans isn't going to go out of business. And I, I appreciate everything they do for our community. And this isn't to like, you know, knock on them or anything um but if you can find that small bake shop that that is gonna possibly go out of business try to opt to shop with them instead you know because at four dollars for a loaf of bread when maybe you'd pay a little bit less at like a, a walmart or something um could be the difference between that that neighborhood shop going out of business next week yeah and um, further to that if, you, if there's a restaurant in your area and it's uh you know it's a smaller restaurant maybe they're doing takeout now go even if you don't want the, to do the takeout go buy some gift cards something yeah absolutely do do what you can to help uh help these small businesses stay intact so when all this blows over um we're not looking around at just a bunch of vacant empty buildings um, I, I want to make sure that our community is thriving. I want to make sure we're supporting them as best as we possibly can. Um, and, and the way that we can do that is, you know, I, I'm not saying avoid the chains, but try to prioritize the smallest businesses you can over the chains. Um, because I, I don't want you to avoid the chains because they're employ they are employing local people as well. You know, the person working at your Taco Bell or your Wendy's is still going to be a local person who's getting a local paycheck. Um, but they, they've just got a bit better of a support system. Um, they have a higher chance and likelihood of getting through this, whereas those small mom-and-pop shops, uh, they don't have that, you know, uh, corporate infrastructure or that chain infrastructure to help them through this. 
Uh, so I think it's really, really important as a community we come together and we make sure we're supporting these people. Yeah, over here. Matter of fact, Bob just uh, uh, ran down the hall with this with this bulletin. Uh, Fratelli's Restaurant down here by the radio station, Route 15 off of Exit 9 uh, of 390. Uh, Fratelli's has got great Italian bread. It really mm, Actually, yeah. the best Italian bread I've ever had. And uh, they're not open today at all, I don't think. Uh, but 346-6160. Uh, also, uh, just popped up on the screen here. Dollar General is on a huge hiring spree. They're going to hire 50,000 people. Wow. So stop by your Dollar General and get information on that if you're looking for yeah, a gig. Yeah. If, you're, if you're temporarily out of work looking for something to do, uh, Dollar General is hiring. 7-Eleven is hiring. Mm, that's great. And actually, that, that brings up another good point. Um, if you do plan on going out and going shopping, um, I definitely recommend you wear a face mask because if you might not have symptoms and you might be able to transmit it to somebody, wearing a face mask does not prevent you from getting it from somebody else, but can help limit you spreading it if you have it. Um, in a lot of restaurants, or not restaurants, a lot of shops, even like gas stations, some of the smaller grocery stores are designating time in the morning for high-risk people to go shopping, so like the older population. Make sure you just call ahead and make sure you're not showing up at that time. Um, a lot of them are doing it earlier, like the first hour they open, 7 to 8 a.m. or whatever. Um, they're saying, hey, if you're at high risk, come at this time. Everybody else kind of stay out so that these people can have a little bit extra buffer, a little bit extra isolation, that sort of thing. Um, so just make sure you're kind of checking with places before you just show up. Um, and kind of do your part. If you've got a face mask, I know there's a shortage right now, uh, just wear it. I, I know it feels weird. Um, I, I know people might look at you funny, but, hey, if we all do our part and we work together, we can, uh, we can certainly help slow this thing down. All right, guys, you're listening to Radio Free New York. We're going to take a brief break. We'll be back in a moment. listening to Radio Free New York. All right. Welcome back to Radio Free New York. I'm your host, Andrew Hollister, and uh, today's just kind of a wellness check day. You know, we're, we're stepping away from policy. We're stepping away from uh, politics. We're just talking uh, things you can do at home, things you can do to feel better. Um, you know, don't freak out about allergies. You know, don't forget this time of year you normally have allergies. So uh, if your eyes are itchy, your nose is runny, your throat's scratchy, it's probably just allergies. Um, you know, and, and then we're also talking about how do we support small businesses through this, keep them going, um, and, and support them as best as we can. Because some of the bigger chains, we know they're going to make it through. Um, we want to focus on those small businesses in our community. You know, those businesses that when your kids uh, are on summer break, whether they're back from college or they're in high school and they're on break, you know, these are the small businesses that hire them, give them something to do, help them build work ethic, um, build an income and learn about budgeting and stuff. Uh, we got to make sure our small businesses make it through this. 
Um, so I want to talk about just, just a few more things I want to encourage you guys on. Um, I did see Drew actually posted something in the live stream that is, is probably a good thing to discuss. We were talking about how wearing a face mask doesn't necessarily protect you from getting the virus, but it can help prevent you from spreading it if you're infected and you don't know about it because you don't have symptoms yet. Um, and we talked about a little bit just about how people feel awkward wearing masks. Maybe um, you feel out of place in society if you're doing that. And uh, Drew says, hey, he wishes that small businesses would make that mandatory thing that their staff wear masks. That way people feel comfortable coming in and wearing a mask themselves. So if you are a small business owner or you work for a small business, um, maybe that's something as that small businesses we can do, making sure that all of our staff have their faces covered um, to ensure that people feel comfortable and it's okay and it's normal to wear a mask, create that barrier. Um, that way, you know, we're all doing our part here. It's not something that's going to cost us a lot. I know that there's a shortage of masks right now. Um, so wear a scarf. It, it's we're, We just came out of winter not so long ago. Put, put a scarf over, you know, something. Um, it, it doesn't have to be glamorous. It doesn't have to be a medical surgical mask. Just try to create a little bit of a vapor barrier between you and everybody else. Um, I, I think that that's a way that we can all be uh, responsible in society right now and, and help out with that. Vapor barrier. It's so romantic. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It's got that um, kind of, uh, it's got that kind of, I don't know, continental flair to it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, there is another thing I want to encourage you guys to do to help out your small businesses right now. It won't cost you anything but your time. It's really, really simple. Um, I want you guys to sit there and think about the small businesses that you've interacted with over the last three months, the last six months. Um, small businesses that gave you great customer service or maybe produced a product that you really enjoyed, um, go find their Facebook page, go find their Google page, go find their Yelp page, um, and write a review about the good service they provided you. Um, so that when people are searching, they see like, yeah, this is a good quality small business. Um, literally takes maybe five minutes of your time you don't have to spend a dime. Just go and think, yeah, you know what? I ate at such and such place. The food was really good there. Today I'm going to go and make sure I leave them a Google review just saying how great the staff was and how good the food was. Um, when you do this, please don't write a review that's like, wow, great small business. I hope they make it through coronavirus. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> No, that's not helpful. No. no, it's definitely not. No, we, we're not looking for people to write reviews that are like pity reviews. Because no charity reviews. Work. That's right. Thank yeah. you very much. Yep. Buy, buy, buy gift cards, guys. Like we said before. Yeah, buy gift cards. Get gift yep. cards. Ab absolutely. So the next thing I want to encourage you guys to do while this is going on, while you're at home, maybe with kids, maybe with pets, and, and the house is starting to feel a little smaller and smaller by the hour, um, I want to encourage you guys to just maintain some normalcy at home. Um, come up with a daily routine. Uh, one of the things that I think makes it harder is once you start stepping out of structure in your home, and, and this is the case um, not just with this, but it could be with anything in life. So make sure you're still waking up at whatever time 
you set that you're going to wake up. Uh, maybe you're an early riser and that's five or six in the morning for you. Uh, maybe you're a little bit more of a late morning person and that's eight, nine, maybe even 10 o'clock. Um, make sure that whatever time you set, you're, you're being true to yourself, you're getting up, you're getting engaged, still throw some clothes on um, instead of kind of lounging around in the pajamas. I mean, you can do that one or two days, but you don't want to do it too long because um, stepping outside of that structure, you're going to start losing track of time. Uh, you might start losing kind of sense of purpose. Um, things, the, the lines start getting blurry for you. So, you know, have a time that you're going to wake up every morning. Be true to yourself on that. Have a list of things that you're going to do that day and then actually complete them. Um, and then keep, keep a scheduled time to go to bed too. You know, um, maintain that structure in your day um, so that you have something to look forward to each day. So you're completing some form of goal day by day and, um, it, you know, incorporate some other things too. I'll, I'll tell you right now, the biggest thing I've fallen off the bandwagon on has been exercise. Um, and that's just because well, there's no gyms for one thing. Yeah, there's no gyms, but I, I do, I do all of my exercise at home. I've just been so swamped with setting people up with remote work from home, trying to fulfill requests, help everybody out. And some of those personal things that are really good for me, my body and my health, um, have kind of shifted to the back burner. And I, I realized that when that happened, I, I started not feeling so good. You know, my energy levels were a little bit lower. Um, I, I didn't have that like pep in my step. Um, and I realized like, oh, I need to, I need to refocus. I need to make sure that I'm giving my body the attention it needs. I, I need to do some sort of exercise. Pep in um, your step? Pep yeah, in, your... in your step. Yeah. You haven't heard are you, that one? Are, are you turning into Joe Biden? What's, what's next? No, Malarkey? is that Joe Biden <laughs> thing? Oh, man. Yeah, All you're, right. you're listening to the record player too much. Um, we could, could be, could be, um, you go out in the backyard and shoot your AR 14. Oh, well, I, I couldn't speak to that, but <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, no, but... this is just yours truly giving Andrew a hard time. Yes. Yes. And please keep it coming. It's, it's good to be lighthearted and have fun. Um, but, but seriously, there's, and I've had some people say, Hey, Andrew, like, um, the gym is closed. I don't know what to do. I see a lot of people on Facebook saying, where can I buy gym equipment so I can work out at home? Um, guys, you're overthinking it. it it's really simple. Uh, it, you can do some pushups and if, if you're not able to do a pushup, you can use your knees. There's a lot of like modified things. Um, just get your heart rate running, you know, do some jumping jacks. Uh, you can do squats. If, uh, if you've got a pull-up bar at home, I know not everybody does, uh, you can do pull-ups. And um, you could do things like sit-ups. I've heard recently sit-ups are actually not so great for your body. No. Uh, so do leg raises instead, you know? They're, they're hard. Um, to, if you want to do, do, like, core-type things, uh, do uh, – um, oh, man, <laughs> Joe Biden moment here. Uh, planks. <laughs> planks. Do planks. planks. There you go. Yeah, yeah but yeah, the, uh, the, yep. the, the sit-ups are kind of can be hard on your back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and so what, what I'm trying to get you guys to do is just be creative. You, you don't have to go out and spend a bunch of money. You don't need special equipment to take care of yourself. Um, this is really kind of like get back to basics. Uh, gravity makes great exercise, whether, um, you know, you're doing squats, pushups, planks, whatever. Uh, a lot of people have stairs in their house, whether it's to a second floor or to a basement. 
um, you, you can do that, you know, and just kind of take 10, 15 minutes out of your day to focus on you, focus on your health and uh, get your heart rate going a little bit. That way everything's well exercised and uh, you don't come out of this, you know, 20, 30, 40, 90 days um, in the house with, with, you know, all your joints kind of locked up and all your muscles all tightened and stuff because you haven't been moving around. All right, guys, you're listening to Radio Free New York. I'm your host, Andrew Hollister. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Andrew will be back. He'll be talking 23 skidoo and... Uh... And no malarkey from your record player, either. Radio Free New York. Radio Free New York. All right. Welcome back to Radio Free New York. I'm your host, Andrew Hollister. Uh, we're just talking about things you can do at home while you're stuck at home, uh, because that's going to be the vast majority of us at this point. And uh, we're talking about incorporating some exercise in your daily routine, you know, making sure that uh, while you're stuck at home, you're still giving yourself uh, some attention, some some just good quality exercise, getting your heart rate going. And uh, somebody mentioned in the comments, hey, don't forget about yoga. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are so many YouTube channels out there that you can do like a daily yoga routine. You don't need a lot of space for it. You can do it on your phone, a laptop, uh, your TV, even if you've got like a smart TV and, uh, right there on your living room floor, bedroom floor, you know, whatever. And, uh, you can, you can do that, get your heart rate going, keep things moving, keep yourself healthy. Very important. So um, there, there's some other cool things that you can do at home. I just want to give you guys a couple ideas, things to think about, things to plan for while you're stuck at home. The first thing, and actually this is something I'm working on this week, is uh, getting ready to plant your garden. So plan out some space, figure out what food you want to grow. I think, uh, and Bob, you can tell me what your thoughts are on this, but I think with all this going on, people are going to start considering being a little more self-reliant and i think we're going to see a lot more gardens this year mm, could be i mean if that's what you're inclined what i'm what i think you're going to see is all these uh, kind of hobby or enthusiast kinds of pursuits whether it's uh you know whether it's antique cars or whether it's you know sprucing up the outside of your house maybe fixing the gutters uh painting the trim uh you know uh, uh seal coating the driveway all these things are all going to get done because Frankly, there's not much else to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. You got a crooked door in the house, a screw that needs to be tightened, you know, that wheel that uh, hasn't been WD-40'd in the last three years because you'll get to it. Yeah, I mean, if, I it, if a lot of that stuff's going to happen. If, if there's a screw loose in your life, next time, vote Republican. That's a joke, folks. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, there you go. Um, so, so another thing that I think doesn't get enough credit is board games. And probably all of us have board games somewhere in the house, you know, collecting dust, doing whatever, whether it's Scrabble, Starry, Monopoly. Um, I know I played a lot of cards growing up. Uh, with my grandmother especially, we'd play War, which is a pretty simple two-person game that'll last you an hour or longer pretty easy. So uh, now's the time to grab those, break them out, start playing with them. Shoots and ladders. I, th I think they've got another one, snakes and something that's basically shoots and ladders. 
Candyland, Candyland is for the for the three year old and all of us. Yep, yep. There you go. That's well, you know, people probably have kids that age at home. I like Monopoly. There you go. There you go. Monopoly. I I don't. I never got into Monopoly, but I I know the government. They they print money like Monopoly. Oh wait, wait. Well, it's gonna say. <laughs> um. So so other things you can do. Find a fun podcast to watch. I know if you're listening to the show, you've probably listened to all of the Radio Free New York podcasts two or three times over. Um, so you're probably going to look for a new one. If you haven't listened to all the Radio Free New York podcasts, there's, uh, I think this is episode 183 or something like that. So plenty of hours to get caught up on Radio Free New York. But if you've already listened to Radio Free New York two, three times, um, there, there's just a lot of cool podcasts out there for whatever you're interested in. Maybe it's cooking, maybe it's home repair, maybe it's electronics, Maybe it's politics, economics, um, history. You know, there are so many podcasts out there. Um, I know WYSL has a bunch of podcasts on their website. Uh, I'm sure some of our other stations that we're on have podcasts on their website as well. Um, check them out. There's there's just a ton of stuff out there that you can do. And uh, so, oh, I've... Uh, Actually, Bob, I've got I've got here on my list. Find your mismatched socks. So you were <laughs> you were ahead earlier in the show. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, laundry equipment needs to eat too, folks. What can I say? Yep, yep, absolutely. No, and that, that was kind of a you know a joke there. My my note is uh, this would keep you busy all year long uh, trying to find those mismatched socks. Um, but something that you can do, especially today, maybe not so much, but if the weather cooperates a little bit. Um, if you're like me, you've probably got some camping gear in the house. You've got some sleeping bags. You've got a tent. If you've got a backyard and maybe you got kids, maybe you don't, you guys could do a camping trip right in the backyard. You know, get the kids out of the house, into the backyard, set up the tent. And then you, you know, lock the doors and keep them out there. Lock the and, doors. Yeah. And, and you and your spouse can actually enjoy yourselves for a while. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, but just, just the idea that just because you're kind of contained to the home doesn't mean you can't find fun ways to to do things in home and you can use your backyard i mean that's uh that's a simple way kids kids enjoy that um who knows maybe maybe you've got a, a teenager in the house who is really <laughs> not wanting to be in the house maybe maybe you let them set up the tent outside and maybe that's a a nice way for them to connect with nature while still being on the premises i don't know yeah, can we be real for a moment here? I, I think sure. I think we're good for maybe maybe the middle of April before people are really starting to say that's enough of this, back to normal. Yeah, it could be. I you know I don't really know um, how long it's going to be for people. I I know that I'm seeing some people that are already pretty stir crazy. I'm. I'm not one of them. I'm pretty active. I'm I'm doing a lot. I'm keeping busy. Um, but but I see some people who are they're they're already kind of having enough of this, and and some of it is the worry of bills. Right? Well, yeah, people want to be well. First of all, people want to be able to eat, and they're mm -hmm. tired of this third world experience waiting in line for things. I mean, come on. Yeah. So I mean, it's not just toilet paper and paper towels. Although you still can't get any paper products at any stores, at least unless you're lucky and the timing is just right. But like, for example, the bank. You know, the bank doesn't have any lobby hours anymore. So now you're sitting there idling 
in the drive-through lane with 14 cars in front of you. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. No, and that that I think is concerning. I think that the less access people have to the banks, I think the greater their concern is going to grow. Um, I mean, right now, a lot of people use plastic. They've got cards. They could even write checks. But I think the less access you have to the bank, um, the more people are going to want to have cash. And the less access you have to the bank, the less your chances are of getting cash. And I, I think... If that continues, I think people are going to be pretty concerned. Yeah, Absolutely. I think that the uh, you know the ATMs get emptied like immediately. So mm-hmm. now you're waiting for them to replenish the ATMs. They, the ATMs, of course, only get replenished during business hours. So if it's a weekend, uh, you're out of luck. No cash for you. I, I think people are are just tired of this this uh, this life. And um, I know the case count. I'm not trying to you know diminish the importance of. You know, taking precautions against coronavirus, which can definitely be dangerous for some people. But as the number of cases is growing, the number of serious illnesses is not growing in the same proportion. And the number of fatalities is not keeping track at all. Yeah, well, that that can only be a good thing, I think. It's a very good um, thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and that can be very encouraging, too, for people. Um, I, I think it's really important that we all keep that in perspective and know that if we do the right things, if we're practicing the right social distancing, if you're wearing a mask, if you're cleaning your hands, you know, that sort of thing, anything you would do to prevent from spreading the common flu, just, just practice that. You know, the stuff that your parents told you growing up, wash your hands before you eat, don't touch things you shouldn't, you know, that, that sort of thing, um, I think will be pretty good. Oh, by the way, you brought up common flu just now. Thank you for that. Uh, here in our home county, uh, where our flagship station is on the, along the network, uh, WYSL, Monroe County, flu deaths have gone from 12 to 17 now. That's just mm. common flu. Coronavirus has still claimed one person who had yeah. serious health problems. Anyway, I'm not, you know, discounting yeah. the importance of his life or anything like that or, or you know, uh, diminishing the negative impact to his family. It's a great tragedy that uh, that 54-year-old was lost. But we've had 17 flu deaths from flu. Yeah, yeah. I, I think people lose that perspective sometimes, and it is good to put up. I, I think we did have a second case this morning of somebody who passed away in Monroe County, but it's it's certainly not 17. Um, but but I, I think that the important thing to address is people are truly scared um, we we live in a 24 by 7 lifestyle and economy here, and now it's kind of gotten squished down to more of a 9 to 5 grocery stores aren't as available, um, what are being called non-essential services, which, which I look at and say, I say every service is essential because that's the lifeblood of our economy. Um, but you know, some of these things closing down, it's, it's definitely putting people in a panic. People are scared. People are nervous. Um, and, and whether or not it's as dangerous as it is, is more so, you know, I think the big danger is what's going on with the economy. Well, certainly the danger to your retirement. No question about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us here today on Radio Free New York. We'll be back same time, same place tomorrow with Kevin Wilson. We're going to talk about uh, regulations that have changed due to this and uh, what should stay and what should go. We will catch you same time, same place tomorrow.